In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous used gym equipment and you can find that all over the internet i'll show you how in a second the second mistake is is about weights do not spend more than one dollar a pound it's not the critic who counts not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better the credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood from men in the arena it's equipping men in 10 our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood call you out of the faceless nameless bleachers and call you up to be the best version of you because when a man gets it everyone wins enjoy today's episode men in the arena army we salute you hey guys thanks for listening to this episode of the men in the arena podcast i'm jim ramos and i'm here with our producer and good friend dale culver how you doing man i'm doing good well, I'm glad that you're doing good, man. Did you get me anything for my birthday that's coming up in four days? Yes. Did you really? Yeah. Like anything tangible or just your love? Well, there's that too. I just, I, you know what? I actually handed over my man card last week to a guy. Literally, I pulled it out of my wallet and I handed it to a guy because I watch Hallmark movies with my wife. Were you like at the in the restroom next to him in a urinal? No, I was on vacation in Cancun. That's <laughs> my son's uh, father-in-law. And uh, I was like, I'm rubbing my wife's feet while I'm doing it. He's like, give me your man card. I go, literally? Okay, here. I wrote the book on the man card. There That's awesome. Anyway, so pretty that funny. That is he goes, way cool. That's okay. I'll hold it because I have a feeling you'll earn it back. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I will. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, fun stuff, man. Anyway, hey, want to encourage you guys to get on over to our website, manarena.org. Pick up our bathroom book for men. That is a free version for you guys. Okay, it's not free. It costs you your email. Anyway, so... <laughs> Somebody said, I had to give my email to get it. Okay, it's not free. It costs you an email for a 430-page book. Yeah, and the awesome thing with that is you get awesome resources in exchange of that email for free. Well, Again, that's that's what guys don't understand. We keep the love for We don't you. market you to death. We don't market you at all. We send you an equipping blast every week that's designed specifically to help you be your best version. We include a blog. We include both podcast uh, episodes. We include uh, hero stories, different things. It is an amazing resource that guys get for free every week because we're donor-supported nonprofit organization. We don't rely on guys buying our resources, so we can offer a lot of our stuff for free. We've got a book going to India being translated in the Hindi language. It's going to be a free download for every man in India electronic download so anyway so all that stuff to say head on over to the website we've got that book for you our heart is not to make money off you our heart is to help you to be your best version speaking of that send us your hero stories if god is using our ministry to help you we want to hear about it we're super excited to do that 
But, uh, Dale, do you have a man law for us today? Yeah, I do. And just thinking about where we're at today in this pandemic, and I've walked around and looked at different restaurants and seen what they've done to stay alive, and it made me think about this. We need to think outside the box. When you face a wall, figure out how to get around it. Use your resources. And when I say your resources, like your the people in your life, time, ingenuity, to figure out how you can move ahead and and keep moving and not die. And one of the things that's happened since this pandemic hit is that Jim Ramos has gone, okay, guys, we're going to think outside the box, and he has produced more things for us to do. <laughs> Where some could say, well, we can't do anything. We're going to sit back on our hands and not do anything. But no, we've changed that, and we have to keep moving forward. And so you got to figure that out. You know, that's really interesting that you say that, Dale, and I really do appreciate it, man. I, you know, I don't think I've done anything unusual. Here's the big difference between me and my wife. And me and my wife have laughed about this. At Christmas, whenever the kids give her a present, they hand her a receipt with it. Because if it's not something she wants or something she already knows that's coming, she'll just exchange it. For me, they never give me a receipt because I always think, how can I adjust and adapt to make this fit into my life? Mm. So when this pandemic came, our, our big question was not, oh, no, how are we going to survive? What we did is we said, okay, God, what are you doing here that we can adjust and adapt to? And I have no problem saying this, and I'm not saying this in pride. I'm, I'm very blessed and, and very, very thankful to God. But financially, we're better than we've ever been, financially. Uh, God has done an outpouring of money coming in. In fact, just yesterday, I sent an email to a guy who was a 12-year NFL player, all-pro, and I just asked him a question. He goes, oh, yeah, man, we've been supporting your ministry for the last three years. I never knew it because everything came in anonymous. Mm. And so it's just really fun to see what God is doing there. But one of the things that this pandemic has done is it's created tremendous opportunity if we're willing to look at it. I'm not motivated by money, and you know this, mm -hmm. but a lot of guys who are have made millions and millions of dollars through the pandemic. But what I am motivated is by making a difference and adjusting to the circumstances so I can still be my best version. One of the things I did, Dale, was I built a, a garage gym. Oh, And so I want to spend some time on this because this is really... Uh, incredibly popular right now. People all over the country are doing this because gyms are closed and uh, guys aren't able to get into the, the gym. And so we decided to start a garage gym. Now, I want to add a caveat here. The local gym owner here in town is a very, very good friend of mine and has given me a wonderful deal to support our ministry for the last eight years. And so I'm a huge fan of XL Fitness and McMinnville because David Faxon really really has been a blessing to our organization. I will I will be a member at XL Fitness till the day I die or move out of the area, okay? So that being said, my motivation to start a garage gym had nothing to do with a better deal, right? It costs about $2500 to build a garage gym. And I'm going to tell the guys how to do it today. So $2500, the average gym membership is what? 50 bucks a month. Unless you go to Planet Suckness. It's $10 to 50 Yeah, to so $50 CrossFit, a month for a good gym. A CrossFit, you're talking in the 150 range. So let's let's say 50 bucks a piece average for a couple of 100 bucks. So $2,500 divided by 100 bucks per couple, you're talking two years, you've got it paid off. Mm -hmm. If it's just one dude in the garage, you've got 48, 50 months or four years to pay it off. So, But that's not my motivation. So I, I want to say that from the outset. I want to tell you why. I don't think I've told you this, Dale. I'm going to tell these guys why I decided to go with the garage gym. Okay. The first one is this 
I hate wearing a mask at the gym. <laughs> Shanna and I do uh, HIIT workouts, high-intensity interval training, which means uh, I'll get my heart rate up. I wear a heart rate monitor. That's what old people do nowadays. And I'll get my heart rate up to the you know in the 80 to 90 percentile, and I'll extend that over a 20 to 25-minute period of time. And, and because I'm doing that, I need all the wind this big guy can handle. When you wear a mask, it's, it's really been difficult. And because I'm so smart, I bought an elevation training mask, which made it even worse. And so, uh, so I just got really, quite frankly, tired of wearing a mask at the gym. So that was my number one motivation. My number two motivation for starting uh, and building my own garage gym was I wanted to remove the clutter to create usable space in our garage. So... We have, ha- we have so much stuff and so much storage. Now, we've always been able to park our car in the garage, okay? And we've never owned a storage unit, so we don't have a ton of clutter. I know guys that have their garages packed to the hilt. They can't park a car in there. Plus, they have multiple storage units. We just have never been that couple, right? So, But I'm looking at this garage going, this garage it has too much stuff in here that we don't use. Or if we use it, we might use it once a year. So Shanna agreed, and we began to get rid of the clutter. The good news is I have three sons now who are out, who are adults and out of the house, and so they were able. They wanted to take several of the the, the items in the garage. Several of those were lockers. We had lockers, mm. so we gave the boys the lockers and different things, right? And then we gave them the get your crap out of the garage, or it's going to goodwill <laughs> speech. So once I created that usable, got the one side of the garage clean. Uh, that was a wonderful thing. So now it, it just it's a usable space. It's great. So the third reason why I decided to build a garage gym was to steward my resources well. And when I say steward my resources well, I'm saying this. I've got a nice home, and I want to make sure that we use every foot of usable space that we can, right? I want to create usable space, and I don't want to be the kind of person who's a hoarder. I don't believe that the Bible calls us to hoard. I believe that as a as a steward of God's resources, if I'm not using it, I should bless someone else. And I basically give stuff away all the time. I I don't sell anything on uh, in the marketplaces on Facebook. I just give everything away, right? So we gave all this stuff away, and we, and we create a space that we felt like was stewarding God's resources better. Okay. And the fourth reason was is to so- save time and traveling to and from the gym. We live about ten minutes from the local gym. So by the time we drive there and drive back, it's a solid 20 minutes. So that shaves 20 minutes off my day automatically when I just walk down the stairs and go into the gym in my garage. Okay? So does that make sense? you have any questions about that, bro? Okay. Nope. So, guys, here's what I want you to do. When you're looking for gear to build your garage gym, it's very, very easy. And I just want to give you a couple mistakes that I made and I've seen others make and I want you to avoid them when you're building your garage gym. Here's the first mistake is to look for new equipment to buy for the garage gym. New equipment was my plan B. I went for plan A used gym equipment and you can find that all over the internet. I'll show you how in a second. The second thing I want to say, the second mistake is is about weights. Do not spend more than $1 a pound. Right now, because a lot of people are building garage gyms, weights are being sold for a premium cutthroat rate, like two bucks a pound. So if you're buying 300 pounds of weights, that's $600. It's not worth it. If you keep looking at Craigslist, at Facebook Marketplace, at uh, uh, buying and selling groups within your own community, 
uh, with pu- putting the word out that you're looking for uh, weights for garage gym, going to garage sales, there are deals out there to be had. You just have to look for them. In fact, I had uh, almost 300 pounds of weights plus two bars sold to me for $100. And when I did that, they said they would have given them to me because they knew me. <laughs> so there are deals to be had. Do not spend more than a pound. And listen, I don't go spend all this money on these fancy bumper plates because they bounce on the ground when you put them down, which is kind of a CrossFit thing. You do not need those in a garage gym at all. Unless you're dropping your hard weights on a cement floor, first of all, you shouldn't be doing that. But unless you're not going to be dropping them on a hard cement floor, I'm going to show you why in a second. Okay, the next thing, mats. Your garage gym has to have mats. This is the most important thing with a garage gym. You can do push-ups. You can do sit-ups. You can do air squats. You can do jump squats. You can you know, crawl around like Tawny Katane, and here I go again on my own from White Snake. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. Uh, jump rope, we do so many things. So you have to start with a solid gym floor. Do not you do not need a weightlifting platform for you power lifters. You know what I'm talking about. All you need is mats. So here's a mistake I made. I started off by buying uh, a huge portion of the uh, garage gym I've covered with these. Uh, cheap puzzle mats that kind of piece together and they're like a soft rubber three quarter inches Costco has them Costco has them they're on Amazon you can get about eight of them I think for like a hundred bucks do not do it they do not support the weight of your weights uh, when you pull a car in the garage they the, the mm-hmm. foam does not bounce back do not buy the cheap mats instead here's what you do you go to your local farm supply store and you buy horse stall mats three quarter inches long uh thick these are made out of recycled tires these things are bulletproof i'm telling you these are wonderful for a garage gym floor right now i've got half garage gym floor and or half horse stall mats half of that cheap rubber because i have i can't afford to buy the other half yet and you can really tell a difference it's dramatically different do not buy anything but horse stall mats. So here's the here's the next thing I'll share with you guys. Start when you start buying weights, start with your Olympic weights and a good bar. Okay. Seven foot long Olympic weight bar. Uh, a good bar. If you want to invest in a new bar, the way you tell a new bar that's better than the, the old school is the old school ones have an Allen wrench attachment at the end of the bar, which makes that about a hundred dollar bar. If you want a 200 to $400 bar, you get the ones that don't have that adjustment, but they they operate on bearings. They're better, but it doesn't really make a difference. I grew up my entire life using the old school Allen wrench bar on the Allen wrench, you know, adjustment on the end of the bar. Okay. I would avoid void bumper plate, bumper plates. And like I said earlier, you do not need a platform. Don't waste your money on a wood platform. You do not need it. You do not need it. Okay. So here's where I looked for weights. If you want to start a garage gym and build one from scratch, I found for me personally, the best place for me to find weights was on Facebook Marketplace. If you go to Facebook Marketplace, uh, you create a search. You're probably pretty impressed I could do this, right, Dale? 
I'm shocked. I'm serious, right? I created a search on my own. You <laughs> apply a search to a certain region around your community. You only get notifications for weights or gym equipment in that region. And so I just just yesterday I, I bought a sixty dollar pair of pulleys for my home gym for twenty dollars from a local guy here in town. And I got a great deal. They were brand new. He used them a couple times and then went to a different system. So very, very great, great deals, Facebook Marketplace. The second place where I find cool stuff is on the local buy and sell group within Facebook. So it's not a marketplace, but it's a group within Facebook where people in your community. So it narrows it down from a region, let's say a 25-mile radius, to a very small region within your local community. The third place I found some great deals, and this is a great place. The problem with this place is that guys know what they're selling usually and get top dollar usually is Craigslist. Craigslist, eBay, these types of things. People there are a lot more savvy and they know what they have, and so it's a lot tougher to get good deals, but that's a great option. And the, the second, the fourth thing is to go to garage sales or to just put the word out. You'd be surprised at how many people out there have weights laying around that they don't ever use. So and they'll just and honestly they'll just give them to you, you know. So when you're building a garage gym, plan on twenty five hundred dollars. You know we did not have that money in hand. I just piecemealed it along the way. And so if you start with if you realize that you're going to be spending twenty five hundred dollars, you can easily do what I'm going to tell you for twenty five hundred dollars. And here are 11 things that I think you need to have for a garage gym. So this is where we start here. These are Jim Ramos's 11 things you need for a garage gym in order of importance. Number one, horse stall mats. You need horse stall mats. Uh, you can get four by six horse stall mats for between $40 and $43. You can get four by eight horse stall mats in between $50 and $55. And you can cut them and shape them to fit in your garage. I'm telling you, horse stall mats. I actually bought four, no, five horse stall mats because a neighbor moved in down the street and I saw him laying in his yard. I knocked on his door and he sold me five of them for $100 total. Wow. So you can find deals. You just have to look. The second thing you need to do is you need to get an Olympic bar, which is a seven-foot long bar with the two-inch plate attachments. You need to get an Olympic bar with Olympic weights. Now, when I say Olympic weights, I'm talking about uh, a two, at least 245s, 235s, 225s, 210s, 25s, 22.5s, so an entire set. And if you figure a dollar a pound and you're getting 300 pounds of weights, you figure 300 bucks for the, for the weights. I had a good friend of mine, Glenn Hostetler, actually built me two weight racks. So I have a, basically a Christmas tree of weights uh, going up the studs on my wall to, to store the weights easier. It worked really good. So the third thing you need to get is you need to get a good jump rope. I recommend Rogue. They make an RX rope that is outstanding. Uh, they're, I don't know how much they are. We've had ours for like eight years. These things are bulletproof. They're the best ropes out there. They're bearing operated. They are amazing. You have to get a jump rope. Number four, and this is your biggest purchase, you need to get a power rack. So we bought a power rack from a company called KiloFlex. They're out of Portland. They're a local company here. You can also look at Titan. Uh, you can look at Rogue. There are many groups out there. But for us, we went with, and this is a mistake I think a lot of guys made, we went with a power rack that does not need to be drilled into the cement. And I also did not want that went, I did not want one that went into the wall. And the reason why some of them fold off the wall, 
And I didn't want that because I'm a 250-pound man. And when I'm doing pull-ups and I'm doing inverted rows and I'm doing ring dips, I need something stable. And so a power rack that is on the floor that is not mounted into the cement gives me the stability without ruining the floor. And so I bought the Kilo Flex uh, 1500, I think it is. It's got uh, the, 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 the braces are three inch by three inch. It has two different pull-up extensions. Uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful piece. It cost me $700. I bought it brand new. Okay. So make sure when you buy your power rack, it has two things. It needs to have a bar dip attachment. Uh, Rogue calls it their matador. So it kind of looks like a bull's horns and it just goes into the thing. And then the other one is you need to get a pull-up bar. So all of the racks that you buy will have a pull-up bar. Seven, you need to get some miscellaneous dumbbells. We've got uh, a couple different miscellaneous dumbbells. You can mix and match them. You can buy the little one-inch weights. They're very, very cheap. People are selling them all the time online. And I, I need enough of those to do just some basic moves. Number eight, you need a kettlebell. The CrossFit standard kettlebell is 53 pounds. You know, figure that you're going to pay, with this, you're going to pay more than a dollar a pound because it's a specific tool. You're looking at $80 to $90. A 53-pound kettlebell, I use that thing all the time. I love it. Number nine, you need rubber band rubber bands with handles. You cannot believe what you can do with the bands. I'm telling you, the bands are unbelievable. You can use them for pull-ups. You can use them for upright rows. You can or you can use them for lateral raises. You can use them for curls. You can use them to grab your wife and put rope her and pull her in and give her a big kiss. <laughs> anyway, these things are awesome. Uh, number 10, I think this one might be the dark horse because I absolutely love these. These are my go-to. I use them at least three times a week, and these are rings, gymnastic rings. Uh, they're about thirty-five bucks. They're available at any. They're they're very easy to get a hold of. Where a lot of the weights are not as easy to get a hold of right now. The rings are very easy to get a hold of. Kilo Flex sells a great set of rings, and they actually are numbered on each on each set of straps, so you know exactly where your adjustment is. They fit over your rack very easy, and they're beautiful. And then the eleventh thing is this: uh, you need some kind of cardio equipment. One thing. Uh, whether it's a rower, whether it's a treadmill, whether it's an assault bike. I got lucky. I had a neighbor. I got lucky. <laughs> God takes care of me. I had a neighbor moving next door who had a brand new rogue assault bike, $800 retail. And they saw my garage gym, said, we don't want this bike. We hardly, we've never used it. Very, very rare. We want to sell it to you. They sold it to me for 350 bucks. So, uh, so we've got that, but I think that's really important to have some piece of cardio in your gym. So this is easy guys. I, I think it's uh, uh simple. I was able to put my garage gym together in about four months piece by piece, but during each one of those steps, I was still able to do limited amounts of exercise. And so Dale, you are welcome to come over anytime. You probably already know my garage code. So what's next? Drive these guys home. <laughs> and I do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, guys, we want you to head on over to minintherena.org and pick up your free digital version of the field guide. And also send us your stories of how God is moving in your life through the ministry of Men in the Arena at info at minintherena.org. Until next time, fill the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a strong man. Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. 
If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men's from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.